being recorded. Sound like he was talking quicker this time. Uh, said, I don't know, not this, that I noticed. Hmm, had a little bit of a hustle, like he's in a hurry. Uh, how you doing, my my friendly neighborhood parts guy? <laughs> Yeah, that is my that is my TikTok designation. Uh, I have not changed my like account name yet, but I plan yeah. on doing that eventually. I watched all your TikToks today. Morning. Yeah, I mean it's, it's pretty straightforward. Street. Yeah, just don't be a cunt. Just don't be a cunt. <laughs> you say it's icy this morning. That is, you say you say it's icy this morning. Oh yeah, it's very icy this morning. For some reason, we had some like I wouldn't. It was like freak snow yesterday. You know what I mean? Like it just fucking for like ten minutes you couldn't see in front of your face, oh. and then it was clear. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, I am also but from it New left, England. It, <laughs> but it stuck. It stuck just enough. To melt to the road and then freeze over like a bobsled run. Damn. Coming home last night was sketchy. It was weird. Yeah. Like you'd be, you'd be on nice, nice, good pavement, and then all of a sudden you'd feel, I'd feel the trucks start like dancing underneath me, and it was all black ice. Yeah. Uh. But, so. You know, so I had a I had a thought. You know how the rule is. The rule is if you don't see a body or like definitive proof of death, the character's not dead until you know it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was talking to Will yesterday. He's watching Breaking Bad again. It's like his fourth or fifth time watching Breaking Bad. Which don't blame okay. him. Best T V series ever made. But he pointed out that we don't actually, we don't see Walter White die. Like we don't I have actually, actually never seen the entire thing. Ooh, spoilers. Well, I, I'm like, not... I think I made it to like three episodes to the end and then I just lost interest. I don't know. Dude. Oh I, I do plan the on... The best I... TV series ever made. I plan on rewatching it and all the rest of that, but I have many shows before it. Okay. I am like power working my way through Futurama for the new episodes. Yeah. Well, I won't give away any major plot details, but like you can assume that Walter White was gonna like get caught by the cops and die at the end. Yeah. But um we don't actually like we see him we see him like in a position where like a person could die, but we don't actually, like, get proof of death. And then the, the show ends. Now, here's my question. Like, on screen, we don't have proof of death. But Vince Gilligan, the creator of the show, he has got on record saying, Walter's dead. So, what are we, what is our, like... I know if George Lucas had told us Mace Windu's dead, we would have been like, okay, George. <laughs> but like, 
What if what about Vince Gilligan telling us Walter White is dead? <clears throat> Hold on one moment. Yeah. Good morning, what can I get for you? Uh can I get a large ice mocha cream only, please? Anything else? Uh sausage egg and cheese on and everything. Gotcha. And uh and everything with plain cream cheese. All right, you're all set. Thank you. You're welcome. Breakfast. Breakfast. You know what I had the other day for the first time in forever? What? A bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Ooh. That fucking McGriddle, son. Friggin', uh... Yeah. Sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles are where it's at. Yeah. But yeah, do you think the the fact that this creator, who is the sole man in charge of the direction and the and the life of this franchise, do you think him saying this character is dead, then like people will have a problem with it if he changes his mind later? Because he never killed him on screen. He never gave us proof. I feel like that's the whole reason. Things like that. Yeah, like that's probably why. Like just in case Vince Gilligan wants to bring back Walter White, I hope they don't. Walter White had a good ending. Like Walter White deserved to die. That's what I love so much about that character. He's not the kind of villain that you love to hate. You fucking hate him. He's a bad person. And he deserves every bad thing that happens to him. Yeah. Brian Cranston deserved every single award for that performance. I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, I Uh, still like the alternate ending that SNL came up with. Where he he wakes wakes up in bed next to his wife and Malcolm in the middle. (laughs) That's actually, they filmed that, like, that wasn't even SNL. They filmed that on set. that That was the crew of Breaking Bad made that. For for the DVD. That's wicked for me. Yeah. Uh, Better Call Saul is wrapping up soon. We're probably going to watch Better Call Saul and then Breaking Bad through to El Camino. El Camino was really good, too. Will says he didn't like it very much, but I liked it a lot. That's the uh, Breaking Bad movie, right? Yeah, it's about Jesse. Oh, okay. Breakfast is secure. However, there is one fatal flaw of that Dunkin' Donuts right there. What? Uh, one of the dudes that work th- that works there is uh, rather not personable. Oh, bit of a grumpus. Like he just he just, he just does not seem to either enjoy his job or enjoy people. One of the two. Or both. Or both. I mean, shit, I don't like people very much. The way I see it, as long as you don't fuck up my order, you can be, you can be, (laughs) you can be a grumpy old dick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I completely agree. You're allowed to, you're definitely allowed to hate your job. Yeah. I mean... There are day there are days at Ambrose that I hate. <laughs> they're few oh, yeah. and far between, but there are days. Yeah. 
to. <coughs> so. So. Uh, what, uh, what, uh, what, uh, what, uh, what's going on? You, um, you playing, you got a Mew. You caught a Mew. I did. That uh, is... there is, there is a incredible hack that I had no idea existed until I was scrolling through TikTok one day. And this yeah. guy was like, oh, well, here's where you catch a Mew and here's how you do it. Oh, was it the truck? And then he said, oh, yeah. Huh? Was it the was it the truck? No, like it's the not the one under truck? the truck. No. Oh. No, it's not the one under the truck. There's two. Apparently. Oh. This cool. one you get, you have to yeah, you beat Nugget Bridge, and then uh, you make it to Cerule- or you make it to Cerulean City. You beat Nugget Bridge, get yeah. the nugget, uh, go sell it, do all that nonsense. You catch Jigglypuff. Uh, get it to, like, level 20, evolve mm-hmm. it into a Wigglytuff. Yeah. As long as the speed is better than 27. Because you have to hunt down an Abra, put it to sleep, catch the Abra, and then uh, that last trainer, when you come around the top there where the grass patch is, yeah. uh, you come around that top corner, and then you get into his sight, and you hit start immediately and teleport away from him. Mm-hmm. Before, before he sees you, before the battle ensues. Yeah. Then you teleport, it sends you back to Cerulean City, you beat the shit out of the first trainer in Misty's gym. Yeah. Uh, or I should say, you fight the first trainer, his shoulder comes up, you growl six times in a row at him, you gotta have a Pokemon that knows growl. Okay. <clears throat> then you beat the shit out of him, get out of the gym, teleport again, and then just walk back up Nugget Bridge, and then your start menu will pop up, and you press start. And then you will find a level one Mew, which you would then put to sleep, throw a (laughs) fuck ton of Pokeballs at. Yeah. Uh, You catch him. Uh, You have to have an open slot for him, though, because it it fucks up the game file if you try to take him out of the PC. Okay. No, it'll send him there, but you can't take him out. Okay. Weird. And then, uh, yeah, that's what I said. And then uh, you put him as your first Pokemon, go find a random encounter, swap him out immediately, kill the Pokemon that, you were, that you're fighting. Yeah. And then fucking uh, he gets, le- if he, or whatever, he gets like a minimal amount of experience points. And then grows to level 100. Oh, wow. So I have a level 100 Mew. Damn. It's crazy that and I, I have, a, like, I can't remember what I the hack was. Yeah. I can't remember what the hack was, but I've only ever done, they all seem so overcomplicated to me. Like, like you're aware that what you just described to me, I could never in a million years remember it unless I wrote it down. But um, yeah. But uh, I remember uh, back in the day there was a hack that involved like flying like all over the map, uh, and eventually you would get in a fight off the coast of the is it the Seafoam Islands down there. Cinnabar Island, I think. Yeah. Cinnabar, Cinnabar, yeah. And um, 
you get in a fight there, and if you've got a Pikachu in your first position, that Pikachu will level up to 99. And then so uh, I had a 99 Pikachu. Uh, and then there's another one. Uh, I think that is Seafoam Islands. The uh, the missing no thing. Missing no, I thought was gold and silver. I don't remember, but whatever it was, you can get uh, unlimited rare candies. Uh huh. And then you just feed the rare candies to all your Pokemon and finish your Pokemon. Uh, then it must be gold and silver, because because um. Yeah, I don't think there were rare candies in in red and blue, were there? Yeah, there are. Oh. I have a, I have a rare candy right now. Okay. Just got to decide who gets it. Yep. I'm also thinking about just depositing the Mew back in the PC. Yeah. Because now you got it. Like, even even though having a level 100 Pokemon is, like, your game winning ticket, I don't want to play Pokemon like that. Yeah, it's cheating, and it's gonna, it takes the fun out of it. I mean, it's not technically cheating if it's possible to do within the game, but. I mean, yeah, cool, I caught my Mew, I'm all done. Yeah. So I, uh, big PSN sale right now, and, uh, Grand Theft Auto Trilogy Definitive Edition is forty dollars on PSN right now. So I go I went ahead and I grabbed that. So like I I was saying I was just like I was definitely gonna get it. I was just waiting for a discount. And um this came along so I snagged it. I've only played GTA three so far. And only like a few hours. But first impressions, it looks really cool. What like it looks What does what, it come with? What the does it trilogy? Come with? It's uh GTA three by City and San Andreas. Not bad. But uh so basically the graphics they look the same but they're like smoother. Like everything looks mm-hmm. the way you remember it. It's just not so like jaggedy. As it did, as it was back on PS2, like it's been smoothed out and and the textures are a little higher res. The character models look really cool because they didn't they didn't go for like photorealistic like GTA 5. They went like they stayed with the art style of the originals. It just now looks like modern like models. So it's this cool cartoony look. Um, it's cool to play these old games with modern controls. My biggest complaint. So there are, there are three control schemes. You can have classic, which is all the controls that you would have had on, on PS2, which means X is accelerate and square is reverse and all that like ridiculous shit. There's modern Mm -hmm. and modern alt. Those are your two options for modern controls. Uh, handbrake. So what is the ideal handbrake for you? 
What button do you want to push um, to get that hand-breaking GTA? On a PlayStation controller or an Xbox controller? Either one. Like, you want it in the, or you want to put your thumb in the same place. X or square. So, or square. So you want off to the right of that. Yep. No, I want okay. up to the left. Yeah, yeah, I got my left and like, my right confused. Yeah. See, I like X on PlayStation, which would be the bottom. Um, I like X for my handbrake, and but so you would like this because modern alt controls that square button is your handbrake. It cannot be remapped. Mm-hmm. You cannot okay. customize your control layout, but modern alt has, which is better than having it be R1, which doesn't make any damn sense. Because you want to hit that e-brake with your your finger still on the gas. Mm-hmm. You know? You want to be able to let go of the gas, hit the e-brake, put your, get right back on the gas to make that power slide. <coughs> Excuse me. What pisses me off about not being able to remap handbrake to X, the X button literally does nothing. It has no function in a vehicle. No function at all. <laughs> but yeah, as far as as far as updating these That's games, a goddamn shame. Yeah, it's ridiculous. As far as updating these games with modern controls and everything, though, they they did a good job. I know that like when they first came out, they were real. They were like broken as hell, but they seem to have done a good job like repairing them. I don't recommend anybody pay full price for these. Don't give Rockstar that whole paycheck for the for this game. No, like companies need to learn they can't. You can't keep pumping out a broken product just because you want to make your numbers for the end of the year. Yeah, but but who said we could? Like, here's here's a big tip. If if reviewers don't get early copies of the game before it comes out, don't buy the game when it comes out. Don't pre-order. Wait till the game comes out. <laughs> mm. Uh, there was a big thing with, with that, Cyberpunk when reviewers were, were given their early access to Cyberpunk. They were no. playing it streaming off of CD Projekt Red's like top-of-the-line computers. They weren't given a copy of it to put on their own device. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me. So, since we're talking about Pokemon, mm-hmm. since we're talking about you know, whatever hacks, old and school bullshit, video games, and whatever, old, yeah, whatever kind of stuff we've we've been playing on Game Boy. Yeah. Um, this takes me back to when. Remember when GameStop was Funko Land? Yes. So GameStop was. So there were GameStops, there were Funko Lands, there were EB Games, and there were Babbage's. GameStop was a yes. was a bunch of different companies, but yes, I remember Funko Land. Funko Land was like my favorite place in the world when I was 12 years old. So my mom pre-ordered me Pokemon Yellow. 
Yes, I got it from Toys R Us. But yeah, my yeah, mom mom went to Funko Land because she was like, oh, I'll pre-order it and uh, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Well, this was the day that Funko Land, and it makes me laugh every single time I talk about it. And I know my mom. I'm gonna tell my mom that I told you this story. Yeah. Um. Funko, she had a receipt that was a mile and a half long mm-hmm. that said she paid for the game and all the rest of these things and this, that, and the other. And she shows up at Funko Land, and the dude behind the counter goes, oh, well, you don't have a reservation. Like, the fuck, I don't? My, I thought, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> mom, mom wrote, like, everybody she could about it. And they finally sent us a copy of the game. Yeah. But I thought I the that was the day that Funko Land lost my mother. Yeah. As as a patron, as anything, and it was the, I believe it was honestly what put the nail in the coffin because I think my mom did something sinister and destroyed the company. <laughs> <laughs> that was the day Funko Land became GameStop. I, and I tell her that every single time because it was very shortly after that that Fun Colin disappeared and it became Cindy, GameStop. Cindy McLean killed GameStop. She killed Fun Colin. <laughs> uh, and I remember she came home without the game and she was fire and brimstone. And I was like, yeah, no. All right. I'm not going to ask any dumb questions. <clears throat> God, what a funny day that was. I'll have her yeah. tell, us, tell you the story because she tells it way better than I do. Yeah. Yeah, we used to go to the Funko Land in Natick. We had a Funko Land in Franklin. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I, uh, there was a, there's another podcast I listened to where they were talking about Mortal Kombat when Mortal Kombat first came out. And the guy was talking about the Funko Land in Franklin, Massachusetts. <laughs> What podcast? Um, I, I it was Wizard and the Bruiser. It was their it was their history of Mortal Kombat episode. But the guest they had on the show was is from Franklin, Massachusetts, and I can't remember his name. Hold on, I can probably I look it, it up Billy. like super quick. I wonder if it was Billy Nichols. Because he's, he's big into podcasts and comics and all the rest of that now. Video games. Yeah. I still Mortal think I, I, I don't. Here we go. I mean, shit. I remember the first time I met Billy Nichols. We were working, he was working at uh, Singular back when Singular Wireless was before AT&T Wireless, and I was working at Radio Shack right next door selling Verizon and Sprint. Yeah, they don't have... I beat his numbers all the time. Yeah. They don't have uh, who the guest was listed. It definitely wasn't either of the actual hosts. That's um, Jake Young and Holden McNeely are the hosts of the show. But they don't have their guests listed in the description of the episode. They do great shows, though. They uh, basically they do research projects about 
different franchises or creators or characters specifically. I sent you a link. I don't know if your phone was fucked up at the time, but I sent you a link to their episode about Magic the Gathering, which is a very recent episode that they did. It might have been fucked up. Yeah. Oh, dude, you didn't get the the picture I sent you then of the kid from Neverending Story, and instead of riding Valkor, he's riding a Rancor? No, I didn't get that. I'm going to resend it then. <laughs> but it's Neverending Story, but it's a Rancor. So I did a quick um I did a quick search on on Amazon last night trying to find a very specific product for my boy and it would appear that you cannot get a TV12 Patriots onesie. What do you mean? Like I was just looking for a onesie, a onesie that, that says Tom like Brady Patriots jersey. I was looking for a onesie that looked like a Patriots jersey with number twelve on it and Tom Brady's name on the back. Found I one feel for the like Buccaneers. That, I mean, that makes sense to be totally honest with you because they won't. There's contract issues with shit like that. Yeah. Like the only I know the only way that I'm going to get another Tom Brady jersey, and don't get me wrong. My plan, oh, excuse me, <coughs> my plan is to have one of those, like, really expensive jerseys made. Yeah, I like the, the customizable ones. One that I know I'm going to be able to wear for, like, the rest of my life. Yeah. And we all knew that that was going to be a Tom Brady jersey. Come on. Oh, yeah. New season of Love is Blind started. I don't know what that is. Uh, so it's an Amazon uh, Netflix reality show. Love is Blind uh, takes uh, 15 women and 15 men. And they get matched up blindly. Like they can't see each other. They get put in what they call pop. So they go on these... They go on these dates, but what they're doing is they're talking to each other sight unseen from either side of the wall. So a lot of them, they form these like intense emotional connections. It's like it's like a really cool idea for like a like a a social experiment, but it's a dating reality show where at the end they're supposed oh. to get, get married. But it's like, so you know. You know me and my wife. We're not we're not the kind of folks who are going to get emotionally invested in a dating reality show. We love to watch these shows to make fun of people. Because oh, yeah. there's a lot of really stupid, dumb people. <laughs> but like oh, every yeah. once in a while, every once in a while on a show like this, you get some people who are like really genuine and you actually care about them. There are a couple couples on this that that like. I hope they kind of, kind of hope they make it. I hope, I hope they, they go all the way. 
Well, that's very sweet of you, Michael. Yeah. Uh, in other Netflix news, uh, Netflix is doing Bioshock. That's going to be epic. Like a movie, yeah. I don't know who's attached. Let's look it up. Let's see if they got anybody attached. I mean, I that's like one of the games that's on my list that I've never played. I have. I've played a little bit of the first one and a little bit of the third one. They don't have any... There's literally no information attached to it on IMDb, so we know nothing. Uh, as okay. far as, like, I mean, it's a first-person shooter, and you know that's just, that's not my, it's not my genre. Yeah. But, like, environmentally, environmental design, the lore behind the world, that's all really cool. Like, I can't wait to act, to sit down and watch something based on Bioshock. That's a really awesome world I'd like to see, like, fleshed out. But as far as gameplay goes, it's not And we still haven't heard anything else about Mass Effect 4 yet, have we? No. No, we're not going to for a little while. We're not going to for a little while. It'll probably be like Mass Effect, but the A sort of looks like a letter four, a number four. (laughs) (laughs) I just hope they don't fuck it up. Like they did with Andromeda. Yeah, you would hope they don't. They've probably got, like, a new team specializing in Mass Effect within the studio. I'd say probably, like, 2023, 2024, we're going we're gonna to see another Mass Effect. Uh, Rockstar is, they have, they have uh, confirmed that they are actually, like, working on Grand Theft Auto 6. It's like, we knew that. Yes, that I heard. Obviously, we knew there was definitely a team in Rockstar at some point in development for Grand Theft Auto 6, but they have have confirmed that it's like, it's well underway. Like, they've been working on it. Um, This is the weirdest way to do it, just like a regular old text post on, on social media. Hey guys, by the way, we're working on GTA 6. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would assume we will probably get some sort of teaser around E3 with an actual trailer like next year. And E3 is what? Uh, like three, four months away? Yeah. June. But yeah, I'm excited. I hope so the the rumor is that that it production has has been scrapped and restarted over and over again cuz they just can't like get it right. And after GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2, like they got a hell of a job to do. <laughs> like to top either of those games or even be as good as either of those games, that is a lot of work. Like Grand Theft Auto Five is like my favorite game ever. It might it's 
If not number one, it's in the top five for me. That's a bold statement. It is a good game. What, GTA 5? Yeah. No, I've heard very good things about it. Just my my you know my whole thing for GTA is I play a couple of missions, then I throw a couple of game cheats in, and I start killing people. That's well. So GTA Five doesn't have cheats. Well, not in the traditional sense. And um, also, like, so the cool thing about GTA Five and the way the way that they the some of the things that they did with it that are different from the old game is that in GTA Five, you know how like usually you give up on the entire game when you find this one story mission that you just keep failing and you're getting so pissed off and then you just don't play the game anymore. You just fuck around and you don't finish the story. Yeah. Well, in Grand Theft Auto V, if you fail a mission three times, you can skip it. Like, it's split up, missions are split up into sections and if you fail one section over and over and over again, you get the option to skip it. Now, I didn't do that very often. Most of the time, I actually, like, like kept trying till I got it. But, like, I'm not very good at flying in Grand Theft Auto. So if I was having a really hard time, like, trying to land a plane, I'd skip it. So yeah. you can just get on with the story, you know? And it's a really yeah, good I mean... story. <clears throat> wish there were more games like that. <laughs> yeah. It's the only Grand Theft Auto I've ever actually beat. Like, I'm going to give it a go with these definitive editions. But, like, Grand Theft Auto Five is a good fucking game. It's a great story. <laughs> now, maybe I'll download it again, give it a shot. You own it, though? Like, you actually, like... I don't. I you don't. have no idea. I think it's on deep discount right now, so you should check that out. I love Grand Theft Auto Five, but you know that. Yeah, that's the way I feel about Mass Effect. Mm. I mean, shit, that had to... The, the one that I just did had to have been at least my ninth or tenth playthrough of Mass Effect. Yeah. I've lost track of Grand Theft Auto Five. It's usually I'll I'll uh, like I never just sit down and play it all the way through. Like I don't. It's not like oh this week I'm gonna every day sit down and play Grand Theft Auto until I'm finished with it. But like I am usually at some point in the story. Like if I load up Grand Theft Auto Five, I continue the save that I started last time until I finish the game and then go back and start again. This is a constant loop playing through Grand Theft Auto Five. It's like it's like that like, one T V show that you're always watching. For me it's Friends. I think for you it's probably For Futurama. me it's Futurama. Yeah. It's like you get through the whole series and back to the beginning. Yep, that is one hundred percent Futurama with me. Yeah. I just uh, <laughs> I just watched the first Amazonian Planet episode. <laughs> please, please, we need rest. The soul is willing, but the flesh is spongy and bruised. 
death by Snoop Snoop. The faces. The the faces when Fry and Brand and Zap Brannigan are <laughs> chained up to the wall and they're they're horrified and excited at the same time and it, it, yeah. it just switches back and forth to smiles and fear. Smile and fear. <laughs> and it, it tickle it just makes me laugh every single time. The other yeah. one that always gets me, um, is the V Jiny uh, episode when the and uh, friggin' Brannigan keeps going. Yeah, yeah. Every single time he does that, I cry laughing. <laughs> you know who? If we're gonna, if we ever end up doing like a true Futurama episode, I want to get Tony Wallace on here because he loves Futurama as much as I do. Okay. Ooh. Every once in a while, I'll just shoot him a message that's just that noise. <laughs> There's something outside the window. This cat's going nuts. Loki's had a few seizures. Oh. Over the last three months, he has had like, three minor seizures. His blood work, last time he went to the vet, his blood work came back normal. <clears throat> so we got to get him back to the vet. We got to file our taxes. We get our taxes back, and then get him back to the vet. Like, he has a seizure, and he's back to normal in, like, a few minutes. He's 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 fine, but, like, it's definitely something to worry about. Friggin', uh... <laughs> That just happened. Uh, one of my, I should say, the kid that uh, that runs the D and D game that I play on Thursdays, they just had to have uh, their cat put down because he was having really bad. Seizures. He was having bad, bad seizures though. He lost he lost the use of his leg or rear legs. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that was that was it for him. Well, Loki's Loki's a fine young man. He's like he's fine. Yeah. We're not we're not worried about his, like his health like imminently, but like in the long term, we want to make sure he's going to be okay. I mean, shit, Marshall is a heart murmur because <laughs> huh. <laughs> he's because he's big fiat. Mm-hmm. Loki's got man boobs when he sits like a cat, which is not often, but you know what I mean when I say he sits like a cat. That specific yeah. pose. Uh, you can see his little man boobs. <laughs> his tail is flicking around. He's mad at me. He knows I'm talking about his man boobs. But right now he's on patrol. He's uh, in the window. Marshall has uh, a way of getting treats out of my dad. Yeah. He will sit on the counter with his back towards my dad, and he will just, like, knock shit off the top of the bread <laughs> box. He so just reaches up there and grabs something. To, like, get him to go. Yeah, that's exact, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what he does. He, dad will stand mm-hmm. up, and he runs over to the cabinet where the treats are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I so, said I pissed you off enough. Now give me fucking treats. <laughs> 
So if you're in the kitchen and Loki has decided it's time to have treats, he will he will walk over to the pantry. We keep we keep all of his stuff in the pantry, which is right next to the refrigerator, and you'll be standing at the refrigerator just looking for what you're looking for. And you'll look over and you'll see Loki doing the most adorable like big stretch next to the pantry door. Just looking straight at you with his little kitten eyes. It's like it's time to give the cow treat, Father. I know you're real close to the cabinet, and you know what would be really cool is if I could, you know, maybe get a treat. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, just saying, treats are cool. That's all. Let me get a treat, dude. Creatures, man. They are. Fuck, Hello, uh, man. The the DM for my Saturday game. We were talking yesterday, and he goes, "Oh, he said something negative about cats." And I looked over at him and said, "What do you got against cats?" Oh, yeah. I'm allergic. Get a shot. Be a man. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched Don't Fuck with Cats on Netflix? Mm mm. Mm mm. So so there's some some stuff that you got to like grit your teeth and get through. But the series itself is like, it's really good. So it's about, it's true crime documentary, but it's about a group of independent like investigators on the internet who uncover this like murderer on the, on the internet because the first time they see him, he, uh, posts a video online. They don't show the video, but it's a video of him like killing a cat. And like hundreds of people on the internet were like, nah, this fucking dude has to be stopped. <laughs> but the seri- the show is called Don't Fuck With Cats. Okay. Because that was the catalyst. But they look into this guy, they're trying to find him, and it turns out he's a fucking like serial killer. It's really good. A lot of these shows, like, like there's a, a lot of them that are just like thoroughly average, but this one's got a lot of really great personalities. Yeah, usually, uh, when there's any kind of animal death, I tend to lose my shit at creators that do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, case in point, and I loved the movies. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Jurassic World. Yeah. And and this is my one main gripe, and why parts of me are like, I don't really know if I'm going to be okay with this new movie. I'm very much so looking forward to it, and I very much so plan on going to see it. Hmm. But I know at some point there's going to be a point where Chris Pratt is, or, like, some horrible thing. All right, so we go back to Chris Pratt holding the apatosaur as it dies. Hmm. Wait, is that? I haven't seen the second one. The first one. Okay. This is in the first one. Okay. 
I, oh, I haven't that, seen the first that, one since the theater. After that <laughs> weird fucking genetically made fucking monstrosity breaks loose from its cage. Yeah. And just goes on a killing spree. Mm-hmm. And there's this big trail of apatosaurs, and one of them's still alive, and Chris Pratt, like, picks him up, and he's like, don't worry, it'll be okay. And, like, yeah. you start, the, the emotional response that I get out of that is, <laughs> you motherfuckers, why? You know? Hmm. And then, it's like, I know you haven't seen the second one, but if you haven't seen it by now, I'm spoiling it for you. I don't care. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, as long as it's good, it doesn't matter. There's, like, a volcanic eruption or some shit mm-hmm. like that, and they got to get, like, they're getting animals off the island and all the rest of this, and fucking, they're, they finally get, you know, a not whatever, like, an arc-type situation, and they're 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 coming away from the island the dock the island and all the rest of this shit and there's a sea of lava coming at them whatever and there's one brachiosaur and he's like running down the pier like guys wait for me and they leave oh him. oh and it it fucking destroys me every oh. single time I see it so I skip right over that part every time now yeah. No, it's like it's like John Wick dog. Same with know? Yeah. <clears throat> John Wick is a movie series where a man's dog gets killed and he has a perfectly reasonable reaction to it. He kills fucking everyone. Just everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that yep, yeah, that is the uh, appropriate mm-hmm. and natural response. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers. And I know, I know they're going to do it again in this movie, and there's going to be a point where I'm going to have to be like, nope, la 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 la, watching this movie. Yeah. yeah. But no, I'm pretty I'm excited for this. I'm going to I'm gonna sit down. We're probably going to do the whole Jurassic Park saga. I think we can safely like skip this- Jurassic Park 3, right? Like, we don't need to watch that. Why? Why? Because it's, it's, it's a shit the, it's, movie, man. It's a shit okay, movie. And well, I feel like did, it has no impact did. on the story. <laughs> I mean, it does and it doesn't. I I feel like we would be doing a disservice if, we di- if we're going to do whole movie sagas. Like the <laughs> oh, play- no, I was talking about me and, me and, uh, me and the wife. Oh, well, to Jurassic, Jurassic World, Park and I don't, and I don't want to, I don't want to subject her to Jurassic Park three. Uh, yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe, I, I feel while, like you have to. Maybe while we watch it, I will then get with you to talk about it, and I'll watch Jurassic Park three. Yeah. On my, I'll suffer through that on my own by myself. I don't know, man. I think it's important. We're going to have to see how it all ties in the, this new one coming out. Yeah. If they'll do a Because we finally get to uh, see... Yeah, because we finally get that. to see Alan Grant and, and Ellie Sadler again. Mm-hmm. And, and fucking um, Ian Malcolm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jeff I Goldblum has Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Um, I love Jeff Goldblum in anything. My buddy Alex. 
actually met him. Yeah. He's like that. And he said, he said, no, he said Jeff Goldblum is Jeff Goldblum all the fucking time. Yeah. That's, that that's there what is I've heard. no, that it, that it's, that it's not a character. It's not no. anything. It is him. She's a very eccentric gentleman. And I think that that's awesome. Mm hmm. And that's all I want to say about that. Love Jeff Goldblum. National treasure. Love Jeff Goldblum. Uh, one of my buddies, one of the kids I play magic with, one his uh, one of his playmats is Ian Malcolm laying on the table with his, <laughs> with his shirt open after he's been hit by the T-Rex. Yeah. I love that one picture. The, they take the picture of Alan Grant with his head against the, the Stegosaur. And they have, instead of the Stegosaur, it's it's Ian Malcolm's naked chest that he's got his Got his ear up again. <laughs> I mean, it is perfectly valid. Mm-hmm. Perfectly valid. I love that. I love. I love that man. I think he's great. Yeah. So he's in. Uh, have you watched Search Party? No. So I don't know. You should give it a try, but I don't know that it's the kind of show you would get into. But um, the last season of Search Party, Jeff Goldblum is a major character on and he is as always just absolutely amazing. Okay. Search party is a show is that likes to, so it's a murder mystery series about millennials, but it's like most of uh -huh. these people are just like absolutely awful. And it's probably yeah, not the I kind of show that. that you're going to like, and not in a lovable Righteous Gemstones way. Like, they're awful, but you love them. These people are awful, but you're not supposed to like them. But like, the show starts in one place and takes a complete left turn at least three times throughout the plot of the series, and it's it's a ridiculous show. Yeah, I, ju I just can't get behind shows that just want people to be terrible. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do I have one more thing? Probably going to sit down and play some Grand Theft Well, after after I get off the phone with you, I'm going to go get some bacon and bagels for breakfast. Ooh. Bacon and bagels for breakfast. And then probably sit down and play some Grand Theft Auto for a little while. I think when I get off the phone with you, I'm going to check my laundry... Because I got I got to do a load of sweatshirts today. Yeah. Um. And then I might. Yeah, I gotta do some dishes. Uh, yeah, because I gotta I gotta leave here about nine thirty because uh, I gotta go. I'm going to New Hampshire today for some magic. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a good time. And then yeah. uh, I'm going to see, let me think, I am going to see some folk from work for some magic, and then I'm going to go see Jimbo for a little while and play some magic. Nice. nice. Just a big magical day. Yep. Hmm. 
Well, just do me a favor. Do, do me a favor and send us some labor vibes because we're really trying to get this kid out of my wife. Yep. He is a big boy. As of two weeks ago, he was seven pounds four ounces. I'm not sure what he's up to now, but on average, a baby gains a half a pound every week. And seven pounds four oh, ounces boy. was already big. So you got a big buy now. You said that was two. You said that was two weeks ago. Uh, it'll be two weeks ago on Thursday. So so about a week and a half ago. So he's gained at least a pound by now. Mm-hmm. He's a big big boy. I was gonna say you're gonna have yourself a bruiser on your hands. Yeah. I'm still so happy for you, dude. Mm. All right. Um, I'm trying to think. Do I have one more thing? Is there anything that I'm forgetting to mention? Uh, Peacemaker season finale just aired this week, so Peacemaker is wrapped. So if you're gonna do it, you should you should go. Now's the time to go ahead. You can just watch the whole thing. It's a very good show. And hang on. Very funny. to the wrong podcast, folks. For sure. I'm sure you would not have made it this deep into the nonsense if you yeah. were a fan. <laughs> oh, our, we, we hit 500 downloads. We hit 500 downloads. Let me see if that number has gone up since, since then. Uh, we got 12 downloads on last week's episode. I'm what I'm hoping is that uh, that that curling guy that liked our tweet, Matt Hamilton, Olympic gold medalist in curling. I'm kind of hoping that Matt Hamilton has been like, if you guys like Star Wars, you got to check these guys out. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm hoping that like the the entire (laughs) U.S. Olympic team now listens to our podcast. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. That would be the that would be the funniest thing in the world to get fucking emails from fucking Olympic level athletes saying you guys are hilarious. Yeah, apparently we are somehow the number one the number one podcast among the curling community. (laughs) 
You know, and ever since then, I have fucking, uh, I've been like reading up on curling. Yeah. yeah. And it it's a very interesting sport. Yeah. It is, it, it, and I say this to people all the time, it is like, it is like bocce. But also bowling. Except you don't, it is like bowling, bocce, and like Olympic level sweeping. Yeah. So like, uh, also fucking, you know, when they're sweeping like that, there's actually a texture to that ice. Yeah. They're trying like, to I like, I didn't know that. They're trying to modulate they're the trying speed to clear of, paths the, for the, of yeah. the stone. Yeah. So I used to work with a guy, uh, Dan Letterman, uh, is on the, the Charlotte, North Carolina curling team. No shit. Yeah. Dude is passionate That's about curling. That Shout is out to Dan Letterman, the, the Danimal. That's what they call him. Stop! <laughs> he, was such, he was a funny guy. He's a big, goofy guy. Funny oh, guy. I bet. I, I, I just don't understand what qualifies you to be on the Olympic team for curling. Oh, that's like you're just better than all the other dads. <laughs> okay. Did you have to be at that point, right? You get to rock this dope mullet on international television. Dope mullet, kick-ass fucking bitchin' mustache. <laughs> bitchin' mustache and a beer belly. Bitchin' what other, mustache. What other yeah. Olympic sport do you have a beer belly? That... That is the body of peak male performance. Let's go. This is the ideal male body. You might not like it, but it's true. Uh, there's been this whole big wave of TikTok with all these, like, dad bod dudes, yeah. like, holding on to either instruments of their trade or some kind of things like that. And it just says, my pronoun is he or my pronoun is he, not him, because I'll never be him. And they get yeah. down in this weird curling yeah. stance, and then it cuts to a picture of him. Oh, <laughs> uh. uh, and it, it it gets me every single time. I think that is the funniest thing going around right now. Yeah. Speaking of dad bods, I had to let my belt right now is on its last hole. Oh, no. Yeah, I had to let it out just That's, the other day. You want to know what the secret is, Mike? Mm. And I'm going to be 100% honest with all of you out in podcast land and with you right now. Mm. Uh, as a man who is of larger stature, uh, any belt that has holes in it, I skip entirely now. Uh. I rock one of those fucking... Uh, Oh, you like, use those, like, canvas belts? Yeah. Never stretches out, never gets fucked up, have the belts forever. Hmm. I don't think I'm ready to make that kind of a jump. I mean, you're nowhere near as big as I am, so... True, true, true. There's still hope for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, have right. I have abandoned that hope. 
Um, this I'm just going to be a big as, dude for the rest of my life. As as is often the case these days, this could possibly be our last episode before this child arrives. Yep. Uh, so, uh, maybe you're getting some older episodes that were previously only available on YouTube, but we will have content even if we can't record new episodes. Uh, I'm not even, I'm not even saying we're definitely going on hiatus. I'm not, I'm not even, I just, I just can't at this time commit to it. But, um, no, and that's, and I 100% understand, and I'm sure everybody out in podcast land 100% yeah. understands as well. I mean, yeah. you've got to settle into a new routine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I do feel like once you settle into a new routine, once you get everything squared away and all the rest of that crap, we'll be back. It's not Yeah. It's not anything crazy. It's not like we're going to be fucking, all right, guys, this is it for us. We're going to miss everyone. We're not doing that. Keeping up with the fatness is canceled. Uh, no, no, absolutely not. But uh, go ahead and yeah, follow the on. The only thing that would, the only thing that would seek to cancel us out would be cancel culture, and we won't let it. So, but uh, go ahead and follow us on on Facebook, and Instagram, and TikTok, and Twitter. And here's something I'm going to say that is going to sound a little weird to the folks out there. We are coming up. This is this episode we're recording right now is going to be of the COVID era. Episode 44. So we're coming up fast on episode 50 here of the COVID era. Yep. And we want to do something a little special. So here's what I'm going to tell you folks out there. Email us. Email us yeah. at keepingthefat at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Let us know what you think about Star Wars or Star Trek, any of your fandoms. You know what I would love is if is if you want if you talk passionately about some aspect of like sci-fi fantasy culture that me and Fatty have never even touched on. Talk to us about your fucking Stargates. How about battle, how about Stargate Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, even things Wheel of Time. Fucking who knows? If you if you got a fandom. Fair. If you got a fandom we never heard of, tell us. Tell us we want to hear your passion about it. Just email us sure. anything, and we'll we'll check it out. That's keeping the fat at gmail dot com, or you could tweet at us. Um, I think our I think our Twitter handle is at keeping the fat, but if you just search for keeping up with the fatness on any of these social networks, you'll find us. Um, I want to talk to you about some some projects that I have in mind. Oh yeah, ones that I ones that I think that you will uh, agree to. Okay. I should say there's really only one that I'm 100 percent in on because we've we've talked about you know a couple other things. Yeah. And I'm not going to talk. I don't want to talk about it on the air because I don't want anyone to hear how our thought process works. Yeah. So I do want to talk to you about something that has been in the back of my brain and I feel like is something that we should have already, like not, not maybe already done, but should definitely tackle if we're going to be this nerd-type podcast. If we Absolutely. want to stretch out past Star Wars, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so when, so when we sign off, you can shoot me a text and we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it. I'm excited now. we got things brewing, folks. 
All right, folks. I mean, uh, again, we, Instagram, we plan Facebook, on, Twitter, TikTok. Yeah. We plan on doing – I mean, we, we've already decided Big Fat Entertainment is a real thing. Yeah. So we have to That's start, my favorite have to start thing. Whenever, about... whenever one of our new episodes goes up, I, I'll be on, like, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and I'll see our logo, and I'll see big, Keeping Up With The Fatness, and underneath, every time, it says, Big Fat Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Because we've got, we've got a right, copyright Michael. line on there. All right, sir. I will talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Uh, send, send, send labor thoughts our way. And, uh, yeah, we'll... absolutely. All right, I love you, sir. I'll pass that on to Mom Pa Dukes, too. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. All right, brother. Bye.